Bill O'Reilly is uh, here to talk a little bit more about it. Hi, Bill. Hey, you guys. How you doing? Good. So tell me about the liberal emergency. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, so it's a the national emergency that Donald Trump declared on the southern border. Uh, The far left has declared a national emergency as well, but it's not the same. Their national emergency is Donald Trump's president. That's the (laughs) national emergency for many in the Democratic Party and the far left progressive movement. Right. So everything else, every other issue is subordinate to that. We got to get them out no matter what it takes. We don't have to be honest. We don't have to be uh, um, insightful. If people get hurt in the process, well, that's collateral damage because it's a national emergency. Donald Trump's got to get out and we're going to get him. So that's where we are in this country. So if you're expecting Congress over the next two years to solve any problems, they're not going to. And as you pointed out, one of the, you know, they can't even get one of their members, the Democratic Party, to say, um, you know, maybe calling people who support Israel uh, greedy money people, um, that's not really very nice or accurate. I'm, I'm sorry I said that. Maybe that could happen. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. They're not even going to do that. And they're not doing so, that because they don't are. they don't want to pull apart the coalition that is trying to get Donald Trump. I mean, that was the word from Joy Behar on The View. Why are they doing this? Why do they even have to talk about this? They're 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 separating themselves when our target is Donald Trump in 2020. That's right. But it's even a little bit more than that, because Jay, Joy Behar doesn't have the intellect to really understand what's happening in the country. Um, it's a little bit more than that. So you do have a, a genuine fissure in the Democratic Party. And you're going to see that in the upcoming campaign when Biden gets in. You'll, you're going to see it. That'll, that'll really crystallize it for everybody. So there's a genuine fissure between the far-left progressives who want socialism and, and uh, green uh, whatever they want, uh, totally, totally remaking the country because they feel the country is bad. And the traditional Democrats, Pelosi, uh, that, the party apparatchiks, who basically just want power. They don't want a big realignment of the country. They just want to run the show. So that fissure is there, and it's real. And when these young women in Congress come forth and say these insane things, the traditional Democrats go, oh, boy. This is going to make it even harder for us to obtain power. So that's what's going on in that party. Well, uh, Bill, doesn't there come a time uh, like the Labor Party? The Labor Party over in England has gone so far left. Uh, They're run by a guy who has never taken the side of England on anything, stood with the USSR during the Cold War. Um, has never, ever stood with um, Great Britain. Same kind of stuff we're facing here. Um, and he is radically anti-Semitic. And in, um, uh, um, you know, in negotiations and, and in cahoots, I should say, with Hezbollah and Hamas, wildly anti-Semitic. And Labor Party members who are very left- have now, I think seven of them have left the party and said, this is not the Labor Party. This is becoming something entirely different. 
Do you see that on the horizon at all? Are there any Democrats who will raise the flag and say, look, this is not the Democratic Party? No, I really don't see it because they might think that. But if they do that, the Twitter mob will descend on them and tear them to pieces. So you're saying that British well, British were, politicians have more uh, courage than American politicians? I, I can't generalize in that area. But I can tell you the fear among all politicians in this country and the United States is they're going to get torn apart on the social media apparatus. Yeah. So so you you have to understand that this permeates into everything, everything. So no longer are you going to have profiles and courage. You know, John F. Kennedy wrote a book, Profiles mm-hmm. and Courage. That's gone. Because if you stand up, if you're a Democrat in the House of Representatives and you stand up and you point fingers at the progressive movement and say, this is out of control, not only are they uh, besmirching uh, a great ally in Israel, but they're linking into anybody who supports Israel that they're money hungry. So this is out of control, and I, as a Democrat, are not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to tolerate it. Well, within 24 hours, your life is going to be uh, assaulted in a way that you cannot even imagine. You cannot even imagine. And, and these politicians, they don't want that. They, none of them do, and, and neither do the media people. So if you're on television, um, they haven't gotten a radio yet. I figure that's coming, but they haven't got radio. It's mostly television. If you're on television and you say what I just said, they're coming to sponsor boycotts. They're going to find somebody to accuse you of something. Um, and, and everybody knows it now that this is it's an extortion that is never before seen in the United States. And I'm telling people, I'm trying to be Paul Revere here, that you've got to understand this, the fear that has cloaked Washington, D.C., and honest media people. How much outrage have you seen about these comments about uh, Israel and Israeli uh, supporters? Well, I will. You haven't seen much, much outrage from the powerful people in Washington. No. They he, merely mouth it. Yeah. And it's like Pelosi. Pelosi yesterday goes, well, she didn't really mean it. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I mean, if you tra- if you trace her whole history, she absolutely meant it. Mm-hmm. But there's Pelosi. Yeah, 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 she didn't really mean it. She doesn't understand the power of the word she says. Just keep in mind what I'm saying to you. Never before in this country has there been such a threat honest reactions. What do you mean honest reactions? So if you feel that something is wrong and you stand up and that goes against the Twitter mob, that goes against the progressive movement, they're going to try to destroy you. Well, I mean, Bill. For you and your family. Look, if you didn't get it from Brett Kavanaugh, and I'm not saying you, Glenn Beck, and you, Stu, I'm saying you, the listeners. If you didn't get it from Brett Kavanaugh, if you didn't get what the potential for harm is now, then you'll never get it. It is why, honestly, Bill, I have been trying so hard to um, 
uh, try to bring conservatives together and we've we have to stand together even if we vehemently disagree with each other we have to stay and stand together because they're going to pick us off one by one they're all they've it's been not conservatives it's not just oh it's anybody yeah you you got to go into the precincts of the, the independents and, and precincts of fair-minded americans i still believe maybe i'm naive after all these years that most americans are fair-minded and that if they actually knew what was happening i agree on a two on a true front basis the twitter mob the progressive movement funded by tens of millions of dollars combined with a corrupt media that basically wants to run the country these six media companies that control 90 percent of the national news flow want to run the country Jeff Bezos wants to run the United States. They have all the money they want. They can't buy any more stuff. So what's left? They want power. They're down at six companies. They want to run the country. You know, it's and a, that's what you're seeing. It's amazing to me that uh, the Democrats say that they hate money in the system and uh, that these... these um, uh, these PACs have too much money. They have, they're putting too much uh, money into the system. And look at Israel and, and how Israel is just pumping all this money and it's wrong and people should know about it. The leading, uh, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, investment, I guess, what do you call it, Stu? The leading um, lobbyists, uh, people who are putting more money in lobbying than anybody else are people like Google. And you don't hear anybody saying a word about Google or Amazon or anybody. That's that's where they're actually writing laws. Google is actually writing bills. And you don't hear anything about that. They they want the power. They have the money. They have the technology. But here's the best example that everybody can understand. A congresswoman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, we learn is now being run by a multimillionaire out of Fort Worth, Texas, who pays all her bills, who financed her entire campaign, and is now uh, being accused of funneling $850,000 out of that campaign into his private companies. You know the story, correct? Yes. Well, I know some of it. I didn't know. I, kn- I know about the funneling money. T- I didn't know about the uh, the person right here in my own backyard. Bill O'Reilly, you know, it's it's curious. I asked, uh, uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago. Here she is, this woman who is a bartender, who's now wearing two, three, four, five thousand dollar outfits. She is living seemingly a jet setter's life. I know. I know congressmen who come in and have to sleep on the floor of their uh, congressional office because they can't afford an apartment. She's got a nice place to live in uh, Washington, D.C. She rejected her uh, her predecessor's old office in her district because she said the rent was too high because the landlord was being greedy and was going to uh, increase her rent to where it would be an exorbitant price. But she goes out and she finds a new office that is much more expensive than the exorbitant rate that the landlord was asking for the last one. And I wondered, where is this woman getting all of her money? Yeah, she's got a uh, godfather. And uh, the young guy uh, made his money in tech, Harvard grad, 
Fort Worth, Texas based, and paying all the bills. How do we know this, Bill? There's nothing illegal about that. If, if somebody wants to pay your bills, uh, they can pay your bills. How do we know this? And um, what? How do we know this? Um, it's a reportage. I mean, I, I'm very cynical about the, the press, but uh, it has not been refuted by uh, the congresswoman. I was waiting for that. Okay. New York Post is lead, leading the investigation into this thing. Um, but it's real. Um, I don't know for I don't see the receipts. But there's nobody that says, no, no, he's not doing this. Um, he seems to be. So if you step back, as I always do, and you say this woman had zero resources, nothing. Okay, nobody knew who she was. And she couldn't possibly have defeated the incumbent Democrat, Crowley, who had been there for 20 years, because she didn't have enough money. And then all of a sudden she does have enough money. Okay, where did money come from? So, uh, you know, I think down the line, she's a short-termer in the House. I don't think she's going to be there long. I think she'll be uh, hosting a uh, reality program on NBC, uh, and that's her future. But for right I now, think that she, I think she would be happier there, and I think she'd be more well, dangerous she there. She wants to be a star. Yeah. She definitely wants to be a star, um, and she's not going to be a senator. She's not going to go any higher than the House. Her seat is secure. She'll, she's not going to get out of there. They'll, Bronson Queens will put her back, I mean, because she's theirs. And, and she's got, you know, now a profile. So she's can stay there forever in the House. But she's going to get bored there. And uh, she's going to want to go to L.A. and uh, live large there. That's what's going to happen. All right. Let me, uh, let me take you back to something that you wrote about in your op-ed about uh, trade deficits. We are now at a record trade deficit with China which the president right. said that's what this trade war was all about. Uh, and now we are at, what is it, $900 billion, $900 billion um, which is a record. Um, it, it is, it's proving this philosophy that we're, we're working under right now as being inaccurate. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think on this? Well, I mean, for decades, China has played the, uh, well, we're going to send you a thousand times more stuff than you can send us. Mm-hmm. And, and all the presidents have said, okay, <laughs> you know, just don't blow anybody up or invade any countries and, and we'll, uh, we'll let you do that. So Trump way back to 1990, you know, I'm writing the Trump book, right? Yeah. yeah you've told yeah. me once or a thousand times. Okay. I, mean, it'll be 10, <laughs> by the time I know, I know. I God, I know. But I'm, but they're, they're I'm going to charge you every time. I'm researching. I'm researching all. Yeah, yeah. All right. So he's right in front of me. So Trump in 1990. So I said, hey, wait a minute. You know, we're getting hosed here because our people can't sell to the 1.5 billion Chinese. They're putting every barrier in the world to sell our stuff over there. But yet we're taking their stuff no matter what they send us. And he's jumping up and down in 1990 about it. So nobody does anything about it because if you get involved with China, it's a very difficult thing. I'm hoping that that Trump can break through with some kind of deal um, that's better for the United States. Uh, You know, that would be terrific if that happens. He says it will. I'm not so sure. But that's what's going on. And China basically hoses us and takes the money. And it doesn't get to the Chinese people, of course. It gets to the uh, communists who are running the show in Beijing. That's who takes 
all the uh, American money, they skim off the top of everything over there. So there was something that was kind of disturbing because the one thing that I have agreed with Donald Trump on um, and he has brought me around on uh, with trade with China. um, It was around Christmas time. He started talking about Huawei and 5G and how this is a national security risk. And I thought, okay, national security risk. I agree with this. 5G is the most important thing that is is coming our way. We cannot have the Chinese uh, have any access to 5G and the information because, you know, I'm sorry, I just don't trust the the communist Chinese. Um, And he was taking a tough stand. This week, however, it looks like the White House may be just using this as a bargaining chip uh and and using it on trade it, 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 does he believe this is a national security risk or is this uh, is this something that is just a, a chip on the table well look donald trump wants to be reelected okay above all and if he makes a deal with china that's better for the us economy the stock market will jump and uh, the business community will be very happy so if it's between that and some kind of theoretical threat to national security, what do you think he's going to do? All right. Back with more Bill O'Reilly in uh, just a second. Uh, Bill, I want to touch base quickly on Venezuela. Rubio is now saying that he wants the U.S. to initiate, quote, widespread unrest in Venezuela and looking to initiate a full on Syria option for Venezuela. Um, how do you feel about that? You know, I think Venezuelans should take care of themselves. I don't think we should be getting involved with that. Um, and we have no, we have no place in in. Should we be endorsing Maduro, or does it matter? Yeah, I mean that's fine. Um, if the State Department believes there's fraud in the election, and this guy, there is uh, Maduro, is the legitimate uh, leader, hmm. sure, and you uh, help him out when you can help him out, but. You know, it doesn't do the United States uh, any good to involve itself in these unbelievably complicated uh, situations inside other countries. It just doesn't. Uh, We should do humanitarian stuff. Um, We can absolutely make our opinion known. Mm -hmm. Uh, If there is uh, oppression by uh, the Venezuelan government, we can put sanctions on there and, and do all that. But for us to get directly involved like Rubio wants, I, you know, I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, let me let me talk to you now about the election. Let's spend the next few minutes just talking about the election. It, 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 it's astounding to me that the guy who used to be one of the top two liberal senators uh, in in the Senate for years and years and years, real, real lefty um, uh, Democrat was Joe Biden. And he's now being described as the moderate if he comes into the race, um, what do you see with Joe Biden? How is he going to thread the needle here between, you know, the care supporters, uh, the the radical socialists and being, quote, in the middle? How is he going to thread that needle? Well, it's, uh, here's here's what I'm hearing. Beck. You want the inside? Story? Yeah. I do. No, tell me the outside story. Uh, 
All right. Um, I can give you what everybody else gives you. No, I'll don't give me the – give me – I'll give you the inside. Story. Okay, all right. Okay, so Biden, Biden's 77 years old, and he really doesn't want to go to Iowa and New Hampshire in the winter, okay? Yeah. He really doesn't want to do that. doesn't want to put on the galoshes and go to the diner. He doesn't. Um, so he's talking to his big money men uh, on Wall Street, and this – goes right against the progressive socialists, right? Mm-hmm. And he's lining them up. He's lining them up because there's 14 Democrats and he needs the thir- a certain threshold of money mm-hmm. to campaign, not retail, but on television and in social media, and that takes money. So he's got to have a certain threshold of money that he's sure he's got so he doesn't have to walk around shaking better he can. He'll do a little of that, but he doesn't want to do a lot of it. Okay. So once he gets the money, and I believe he'll get it, because the Democrats on Wall Street and in Hollywood, the the real rich people, they don't want the crazy bomb throwers. Mm -hmm. Then he's going to make a deal with Kamala Harris. All right. And that deal might already have been made. You don't think it's Beto? No. Two white men are not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So he's going to make a deal with Kamala Harris. He's going to say, look. When you're campaigning, you're not going to win. Don't be a nut. Don't be a loon. All right? Bring it back a little bit. And then I'll put you on the two. And she's going to make that deal. She's a young woman, and she knows Joe is going to be, uh, what, 79 when he takes the uh, oath of office? Oldest president ever. So that's what's going on, man. Okay. So tell me now, go ahead. Yeah, Biden will, he will campaign as a moderate liberal. Mm -hmm. That's how he'll campaign. He's going to be Barack Obama Redu. Redu, how about that, huh? Yeah, nice. Um, All right, we see a six-point increase in Americans saying that Trump should be impeached, up now to 42%. How high does that number have to be before it would be wise for the Democrats to even do this? To try. Never. Okay. Never. I don't think so either. Um, right. Because they, there's nothing to base it on. And, and Americans will be, I think, the independent precincts will say, hey, you know what? I may not like Trump, but I hate these people more. 56% approve of the economy now. Overall, he has a 42 to 45% approval rating. What kind of rating does he need to win the election? No, he can stay in the mid-40s on job approval if the Democratic Party uh, continues to put forth an insane um, platform. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, if they continue to be self-destructive and do all kinds of nasty stuff that hurts the country and they don't have any solutions to any problems, which they don't, he can win with a 45 Bill, do you agree with the analysis that it's you know elections aren't about approval rating; they're about choices. And the bottom line is, right now yeah. we don't know who they're running. If they run someone like Hillary Clinton again, he's going to win. Yeah, well, they're not going to run her, but uh, no, not her. But I mean, someone as unpopular as her, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Okay, because Bernie will be out there every hour on the hour. Bernie, Bernie's going to be climbing in people's windows. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> guarantee loss. Uh, guarantee loss. Say, say some crazy thing happens and Bernie gets it. Yeah. Well, then Trump doesn't even have to campaign. Trump will just beat him. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's he's true. McGovern. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be Biden. 
and and that's what's really going to happen.